Welcome back to Cam Sports. Uh, here with Connor and Matthew after a, the second Cowboys win in a row on Monday Night Football. Yes, sir. Um, the Cowboys. Any good any division win is a good win, but against the Giants, we're, we weren't we were never really gonna learn a lot about what this team is because right now the only consistent thing about this team is that they're inconsistent. It's pretty cliche, <laughs> I know, but it's it, it's true. You can't go three straight wins, three straight losses, and then two straight wins, and, and then say you played well throughout the season, because that's just not how it works. But we're, the, the jury's still on the Cowboys. Um, the game, they started, off, they started off really rocky. Dak threw a pick on the very first play from scrimmage. Just, just a, a terrible read, but I mean, and after that, the offense kind of stuttered a bit more um, out, of the, out of the gate on the next few drives, but eventually they found the rhythm. The second half, it was really solid play. The offensive line was just spectacular. Zeke was just running through these these gaping holes. Um, The the protection, the protection was uh, really well. And then on the on the other side of the ball, the defensive line, Michael Bennett has actually, he had a few penalties, but he's actually proven to be a solid addition, especially for a seventh round pick. It's, it's, it's pretty great to see. Um, Xavier Woods was like really exciting because he he got two turnovers, forced uh, forced a fumble, and got an interception, which is really great because I thought he showed a long, lot of promise last year. And I was really excited to see how he'd take the next step this year, and especially with the Jamal Adams rumors, it was nice to see the safety play step up. Um, I was hoping to be a little more convinced with that game but the and the scoreline shows that it was a route but it's a little inflated let's say the instead of a fumble return touchdown the Giants go and they score a touchdown on their last drive it's a one position game like it not the Giants didn't really have a chance at the end but that would make the scoreline seem super close and instead it was just a, a, a like a 14 point flip which is just inflated for garbage time. So you can't say you can't say the Cowboys dominated that game. But a win's a win and a division win is a good win. So they're poised well for the for the playoffs. I agree, but I think that's been a problem for us the whole season is the slow starts cuz that's that won't fly in the playoffs. We're not we're not going to beat uh, really top-tier teams if we get off to a slow start cuz they'll just bury us from the beginning. So we really need to uh, work on that, and we need to make Dak more proactive in the very beginning of the game instead of, you know, throwing a damn pick. But uh, I think with more experience, that'll that'll uh, happen. And also this next game against the Vikings is going to be very important for both teams, I think, because the Vikings are... They have a wild card spot right now, and the Cowboys are, you know, the... The team with the lowest wins, who's a division leader in the NFC right now, so it's going to be a way for the Cowboys to prove that they're the best team of the division, that they deserve to make the playoffs. And for the Vikings, it's them just fighting for that wild card spot still. So yeah, it's going to be a really important game on Sunday, I believe, or is it Monday? Yeah, it's on Sunday. It's on Sunday. It's going to be a really good game, I think, and it'll be a true test for both teams. The Cowboys' schedule kind of... This is where it gets rough. This is where you really see if they're a real team because 
this is the they got the Vikings and then um got the it, Patriots soon, right? The Patriot they're in the stretch they play the Vikings, the Patriots, the the Bills who are okay. I mean they're pretty good. You have the Eagles again. I know we we like smash the Eagles, but the Eagles it, are trash. Yeah. <laughs> it's still gonna be an important division game. Um, you, the, they also play the Rams, and it all those will be true tests because right now they haven't beaten um, a really solid opponent yet. So we'll still see how they're gonna perform. But against the Vikings is where you really see how good your offense is because Vikings have a really solid secondary so it, it'll it'll be a real test for Dak and on the and for the defense Dalvin Cook has been the second best running back in the league this season behind Christian McCaffrey well I think Zeke's at number one <laughs> <laughs> no yeah Christian McCaffrey deserves that number one spot uh, yeah Cook Dalvin Cook has he's he's really been great and the the Cowboys defensive run stopping has just has been really suspect all season they are all they held Saquon Barkley to like very minimal um, running yards again last Monday, but I'm still not sure about that. I know Michael Bennett helps out a bit, but the the problem has always been with the run stopping defensive line or d d tackles and our strong safety play. But the addition of um, Van Der Esch hopefully back this week will help out with that. Speaking of which, Sean Lee. Played fantastic, by the way. I we haven't really seen much of him this season because he's kind of been stuck at um, Sam linebacker with um, uh, Van Der Esch playing um, weak side. But in his like first real weak side star, he he was just fantastic. I was it was really great to see. That's good. I just have one question: How did we lose to the Jets? <laughs> the Dolphins beat the Jets. Okay. I don't. The Dolphins, which is by far the worst team in the league, I thought, beat the Jets. So yeah, Sam Darnold. He he better start proving that he's an actual NFL quarterback, or else he's not going to be kept around for long. But you know, the Buccaneers kept James Winston for this long, so who knows? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know how he beat how he lost to the Jets. It's it it looks worse and worse every single week. Yeah. How we lost to the Jets. The Jets. I mean, it's there. There's no excuse for that. It was just it was sad the date happened and yeah. it's sadder now. <laughs> but it's it it is embarrassing. <laughs> but if we win the Super Bowl at the end of the year, it won't be that embarrassing. Uh, it'll still be pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the Jets. It is the butt the butt fumble oh, franchise. <laughs> Yeah, at I least not the Redskins, huh? Yeah, I don't understand. The the Dolphins are still obviously tanking yeah. on purpose. Like that that they're attempting to lose. I don't. I'm pretty sure the Jets are just bad on accident. Yeah. It's because at the start of the season they were definitely trying to win games. The Jets were, and they they wanted Sam Darnold to have his sophomore season that was going to be really good, like Patrick Mahomes, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> but uh, Sam Darnold he hasn't been having that season having a pretty bad season actually and the Jets have been terrible not because they're tanking like the Bengals are I think the uh, Jets are I think they're in a situation like the Redskins where they're just terrible so yeah it's just really embarrassing for the Cowboys to lose to that franchise it's really interesting like the 2018 draft class when you think of all the quarterbacks taken Baker Mayfield is playing 
horribly this year. Yeah. You have um, Sam Darnold, who, like we've been saying, is just Terrible. not good. Not good. Yeah. Josh Allen, who wasn't even good in college, and ha- he, he can run, and he'll, he's like... He'll get you wins mm-hmm. if you if if the defense is playing lights out. But he's he's so inaccurate with the ball. It's yeah. it's frustrating to watch. He's not. I don't like him as a franchise QB. I think I'm sure I'm sure they'll they'll stick with him for now. But unless he really like fixes his like critical accuracy problems, mm-hmm. I don't see him developing into a true QB one. And the only good one. From the first round has been Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he was what thirty second pick. Lamar, yeah, he was the thirty second yeah. pick. Also from that draft, which is kind of interesting, is Mason Rudolph, the um, Steelers' current QB, who has mm-hmm. been serviceable. Better than Darnold, <laughs> honestly. But I think that has more to do with like the Steelers' talent than yeah. his actual abilities. Yeah. But still, yeah. and don't forget Josh Rosen. Rosen. Oh, Josh Rosen. How Bench can I for Ryan Fitzpatrick. How can I forget Josh Rosen? Man, he's so he's been unlucky, but he also hasn't been good. a good court a good yeah. quarterback. So it's it's kind of on him. But man, I, I last year I was thinking like the quarterback situation in the NFL was looking really great for most teams, but now it's with injuries and just poor QB play, it's looking really bad. Yeah. But luckily, this upcoming draft is looking to be a strong QB draft, so we'll get to see a nice shuffling of QBs this, this, by this time next year. And I, I also think that Kyler Murray was a he, he's a good quarterback compared to the guys from uh, twenty eighteen. Uh, he he's been pretty good this season, and I think he's better this season than all all of them were uh, right. All of them are right now. I think he's playing better than Mayfield is right now. Uh, definitely Darnold. Rosen isn't even playing. <laughs> so besides Lamar Jackson, I think uh, Kyler Murray's playing the best out of all of them. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. I, the rookie, um, Kyler Murray is like, he's he's played well, mm-hmm. especially they had three straight wins at one point. But I don't know if I like the... Cliff Kingsbury and his offense that they run it. I know it's supposed to be this new like um, development, but it, it looks it looks weird. And I don't know if that's really what he needs. Kyler Murray's a good thrower and he's a dual threat quarterback, but he's a thrower first. So I think I think no matter what system he'll be in, he'll, he'll more than likely be successful. Yeah. And the second pick in that draft, Nick Bosa, also a beast. So yeah, that, I think that draft class is is going to be good in the future. Really good in the future. So, now I'll talk about some basketball. Sure. Uh, Dallas Mavericks, second in the West right now. We're 5-2. and two. And that proves that we're going to make the playoffs this year, okay? <laughs> I'm call- I called it at the beginning. I said we're going to make the eighth seed. Now I think we're going to make the seventh seed, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Luke has been playing lights out. He had two triple-doubles in a row. I think both of them he had more than 15 assists, which is crazy. And uh, he's played well through all of his games except for the Nuggets game, which he shot very poorly from the three. But that was just one game. And they still won that game anyway. So Luke has been playing lights out. He's playing by, like, over an all-star level. If he continues the pace that he's playing right now, he's going to make an all-NBA team. And Porzingis has been really good for the Mavericks too. And he hasn't been showing his injury troubles that he had with the Knicks. And he's, uh, I think he's just more motivated to win 
on an actual franchise instead of the New York Knicks. <laughs> why do you, why are New York teams just so bad? I don't. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, but uh, sorry, Mr. Squire. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, Porzingis has been playing well, and the bench has been playing well also. Jalen Brunson always comes, gets a few points off the bench, and uh, he's always an added benefit there. JJ Brea, not JJ Brea, I'm sorry, JJ, I love you still. But uh, Seth Curry's been great coming off the bench. And Boban got in uh, the past few games. And I think he uh, he had some points, you know. But he's mainly just an attraction to look at. <laughs> the seven foot three beast from wherever he's from. <laughs> Giant hands. It's, it's just cool to have him on the team. So yeah, the Mavericks are a real playoff. Uh, they have a real chance to make the playoffs, and especially since the Warriors are are, are, are done, because Draymond. The last game they played, Draymond Green didn't play, Stephen Curry didn't play, D'Angelo Russell didn't play, Clay Thompson, as we know, didn't play. So their starting lineup, their best player was Willie Cauley Stein, center, who's not that great. He's and Kevin Kevon Looney didn't play. Okay. Kevon Looney is like he's not even that good, but he's their what fourth best player, fourth or fifth best player. So the Warriors are they're done for the season. I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. I think they should just tank and try to get the best pick possible. Cause there's no way that they can come back from all their injuries and stuff and still make a playoff push. Unless they do, which please prove me wrong, because that would be fun to watch, but I don't think that's gonna happen. So Warriors are done. That opens up the playoff picture more for the Mavericks, I think. And overall, teams like the Clippers, even though they lost last night to the Bucks, they've been playing really well. Even with Kawhi getting limited minutes and uh, stuff like that, he's uh, or the Clippers are still playing really, really well. But the Lakers are really good. <laughs> I think they've won six straight games after they lost to the Clippers. So... It's going to be scary to see what they do throughout the regular season because, you know, LeBron's playing awesome. Anthony Davis is killing Dwight Powell <laughs> on the post. But, you know, Anthony Davis is uh, playing really well with the Lakers. Dwight Howard isn't bad. Wow. <laughs> and that's, that's amazing. He's playing really well on defense. He's actually extending out to the perimeter play defense instead of just being in the post, which is what really killed them with the other teams. And like I said before, I think it's the motivate with Kristaps Porzingis, I think that it's the motivation that's uh, helping him become better. Because Dwight Howard, he's uh, known for not having motivation previously when he was on the Lakers, when Kobe called him soft and stuff. But I think that he has motivation now to win the championship because it's so late into his career. And this is probably the last chance he's going to have to get a championship. So I think he's been working uh, working hard all throughout the uh, offseason and uh, throughout the season now just uh, to win that championship. And Danny Green is like Clay Thompson because <laughs> uh, he's just making everything. And he's, he's playing pretty good defense also, so I think... Danny Green was a great addition to that team. So yeah, the Lakers are now the team to beat with the Clippers. So that that, that LA rivalry is going to be really, really 
fun to watch, especially if uh, Kawhi and Paul George both play. That would be fun. So, in the East right now, I think the Sixers are on top. And the Sixers with... I haven't actually watched any Sixers games, but uh, that combination with Al Horford and uh, Joel Embiid must be working because they're winning games. I know that uh, Ben Simmons, I think, had an injury, which wasn't which isn't good, obviously, but I think they still won the game, which means that uh, the Sixers are have a good bench, and they can make a deep playoff run, I think, if they continue playing like this. But the Bucks are uh, still, I think, the best team in the East because just Giannis is amazing. And then around him, he has lots of good uh, shooters and stuff. And that, that team's going to be the team that beat. Their defense is really good. Their offense is really good. They're just a great team. But I don't think they can beat the Lakers or the Clippers in the playoffs because they don't have multiple stars. They just have Giannis. Unless you want to count Chris Middleton as a star, but I no. <laughs> he made the All-Star team last year, but I don't think he's that good. And what else? Uh, the Suns. The Suns. The Suns are a good team. Even though DeAndre Ayton uh, did a bunch of drugs, steroids. <laughs> Same thing. And he was what, suspended for like 20 games or something. 25, 25 games. games. So the Suns are playing well without him, which is scary because they're a really young team. So maybe that's the team where Kat and D'Angelo Russell are going to meet up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they're, uh, I guess, technically in the playoff race. But, you know, it's only like seven games into the season. I wouldn't call it that. But yeah, they're competing against top teams. Same thing with the Timberwolves. They're, they're doing pretty well, too. So this all shows that the parity in the league is getting much better compared to the last, like, what, 15 years? When it was, like, just Kobe's league. Then it was LeBron's league. Well, Dirk had his moment in there. <laughs> then it was... Uh, Spurs. Yeah, Spurs. It was just Spurs, Lakers, Celtics for a while there. And then LeBron left the Heat, then it became Mavericks <laughs> uh, for one season. Heat and Spurs, again, just those are the only teams that could win. And then the Warriors and Cavs are the only teams that could win. So now there's like four team, four or five teams that can actually, four, five, six teams that can actually win the championship this year. And that's, that's great for the league. We haven't seen that in a while since... I don't know, like 2006, 2007. That's the last time we really had like a bunch of teams that could realistically win the championship. So yeah, that's it's great for view viewership, for the fans, for uh, a lot of teams too, because they actually have a chance to win the championship instead of the Warriors. So yeah, that's a great thing that's going on. Do you want to talk about the F1 race? Uh, sure. So, the United States Grand Prix uh, happened last weekend, and it was, it was a really nice weekend. It was, of course, a good show. There was, it's really nice to see um, Formula One growing in America. It was sold out throughout on Sunday, which was really cool. The race itself um, was pretty exciting, uh, with um, Lewis Hamilton 
not winning the race, but getting second and clinching his sixth world championship, five of them coming in, or five of them coming in the last six years. So he's just been like, he's shown domination and it's, it's, a, it's getting a little tiring. Like in, a, like in the NBA, in every sport, we want to see parity. We want to see more competition, but that should change come 2021 when there's expected to be a number of rule changes. So then we'll see hopefully a real return to like true hard, like fight racing, which is what I want to see and what most racing fans want to see. But for now, congrats to Lewis, I guess, and um, uh, Ferrari will win next year. All right, Ferrari will win next year. All right, one last thing before we wrap this one up. After Ronak became an SMU fan, they lost their first game. <laughs> so uh, I think he should just stop cheering for teams because just root for a, the Patriots. Yeah, just root for the Patriots, Ronak, please. You're a curse. <laughs> You're like the Madden curse, but for a whole franchise. Okay. Uh, well, this has been Cam Sports. Uh, we'll see you all later. Bye.